to Inspirational Journeys, a faith-based podcast where your story matters. Come on over, grab a seat on the front porch, and let's talk about the writing life. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison, and today I have a very special guest who wrote a very special story for, for middle grade children, but I think it's it, it honestly is for people with of all ages. So welcome to the show, Sherry, I may mispronounce your name, Bark? It's Barch. Barch, okay. Barch I thought so, but I wasn't sure. My That's okay. Reader, my, my screen reader said Bark, so I went with it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is okay it's nice to meet you and it's wonderful to be here and nice to meet you too and, and and i'm so overjoyed to have you so why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners and viewers today absolutely my name is sherry barch <laughs> i am a first-time author of the book heaven's bell and i'm thrilled to be here today to talk a little bit about its history and its impact and and hopefully gain some other fans and readers as a result of this conversation. Well, thank you so much. So first of all, what inspired you to become a writer? You know, I've always been a a storyteller and um, I never viewed myself as an author because I think what we have a tendency to do is put something, a word out there like author and a lot of pressure around what that means and a lot of barriers. But yet I could tell stories verbally. I have a couple degrees in communication, uh, bachelor's and a master's. So I always felt comfortable presenting on a stage, presenting in a business setting. And what happened and is COVID And this was a story that I told verbally and um, it, I just thought, if not now, when, and I saw so much death and so many people that weren't able to go to their familiar grieving and healing support systems, whether that was somebody's family room, hugging a grandparent, church, school. And so I just thought I have to get this story out. So I actually hired a book coach. I hired a team of um, women around me and they came in, they read the story, they listened to my story and they helped support getting this to publication. So it's self-published. The artist is a first time artist and she did a beautiful job on the cover and the book coach helped me and the marketing person helped me. It's been an amazing journey personally for me. Wow, that is amazing. So... I want to get into the book, but I want to talk about your process. Do you, did you plot this or did you just sit down and start writing? Um, Both, both. So really, really started writing the book. I mean, the, when I first wrote the story down, which was several years ago, it took me about 10 minutes. It's a really simple story, but to turn it into a book, we had to build characters and a plot line. And we want, we knew we wanted to focus on middle school because that was really a a population that was being impacted by COVID, but also in doing some work with hospices, realizing that there weren't a lot of books on death in that age range. There was the Bernstein Bears, you know, loses grandpa. And then there were the really serious, heavy books of, you know, the stages of grief and what to do. But that middle adolescent age really didn't have a lot of resources. And so I knew I wanted to 
bring that heaven's bell story into that adolescent range. Wow, I love that. So tell me the history behind Heaven's Bell. What was the inspiration behind this book? I know it was God given, but still. Yeah, I think I think it was just my imagination growing up. It was it was my way of coping with loss and death. And when somebody left, um, how do I how do I continue to let them know that I love them? And so I would imagine this bell in heaven that had its own special ring. It was my ring, and they would rem- they would know when I was thinking of them. And I might be doing something for the first time, or be a little nervous, or it might be the holiday, or it might be their birthday. But anytime that I think about a loved one, their special bell in heaven rings. And then when I told the story for the first time, a little girl lost her dad. Her dad died and she was having a really difficult time. And her mom said, you know, she's having nightmares and she's just really scared and she doesn't know what happened to him. And so I brought a bell and handed her a bell. So it's a tangible thing that somebody can hang on to. Mm -hmm. And I said, hang this on your in your room. And every time you think about your dad, know that he's got a bell in heaven and he'll know that you're thinking about him. And it's just your own thoughts and your own way of sending love to him. And her nightmare stopped. And about three years later, she took the bell to school and it was her third or fourth grade teacher said, bring in your most prized possession. And she brought in the bell and told the story of heaven's bell to the classroom. So my inspiration is if it can impact one person like that, maybe by having the courage to write it down and put yourself out there and be this first time author, just maybe it could help others. I have a question because this this is one of those questions. It's interesting. You, you think of Heaven's Bell. Do you love the sound of bells yourself? I do. I love bells and wind chimes and yes. that that I love that and I remember and I don't know if this if if you've made this connection or not when you wrote the book I remember on watching um on Lampoon's Christmas Vacation the kids said every and it was it was a it's a wonderful life too yes that every time a bell rings an angel gets his wings yes Yes. And so I didn't, it's my husband's absolute favorite movie. We watch it every year, but I never saw the movie until I was a senior in college. So for me, it was just reinforcing, uh, you know, a story that I had already had in my, in my mind. So it's nice. And I think a lot of people do think about that. So to be able to embrace that heaven spell, but add kind of a, a, a twist to this actual story um, and maybe take it in a different direction is, is what I'm hoping. So there's some familiarity with it, but still some curiosity. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the story. I'm so excited that you read it. It just, I, I so appreciate that. And I know you interview so many different people and so many different stories. So it means a lot, lot to me that you took the time to do that. And I couldn't put it, it was hard to put down. <laughs> and it's a quick read. I mean, it really yeah, is. It is. So have you, have you, have you heard from readers and uh, are other people that have told you how much impact the book has had on their lives? Yes, it has been. I, it has been breathtaking to me because I was so nervous about putting that work out there and thinking, I have no idea what's going to happen. 
And, and it has been amazing. First of all, like you said, I'm getting more feedback from adults that have bought the book for their kids and then ended up reading it and taking it down a completely different path in their own lives. What I'm finding is a lot of people experience death around that age, right? That, that young adolescent age. And I think the book is taking adults back to the point where they first experienced a death and thinking about how they processed it and what that meant. Um, but, I, but I'm hearing from, I heard from a Vietnam vet who um, he said he's very, you know, very faith-based, but the fact that, you know, heaven was described in this whimsical, very concrete way allowed him to be able to think about his friends and um, fellow soldiers that he lost in Vietnam in a way that he hadn't thought of in many, many years. Had another woman who had two people that were actually dying of a terminal disease that read the book and then had their families read the book so that they had a commonality of being able to understand maybe after they're gone and one did die, um, that you know the person that survived said, I'm ringing her bell. And it brings me peace that I, we had this story to share. And I remember her talking about the story. It's someone else who's caregiving for a, her husband who was ill for so many years from Alzheimer's. And she read the book and said, I choose to remember my husband, not most recently, but in the monitors in the great hall, I'm putting all of our memories and all of our time together where we were full of joy and relationship. And I choose to pick joy and not necessarily remember him as I experienced him before he died. So it's just on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, you can see it at the, re the reviews. People are just, people read the book and nobody really says, oh my gosh, great story, great character development. It, it, they immediately start talking about how they feel. Exactly. And what they're thinking about. And yeah, you, you, but you had to have that character development in order to engage with the readers. Yes. And I'm going to point out something too. Um, have you ever heard of Tibetan singing bowls? Mm, I'm not sure. I'll show. I can't play it. I would play it, but <laughs> Zoom doesn't. Zoom doesn't. But see this? It also sounds like a bell. Oh, that's beautiful. Yep. And I play that and and do like to for inspiration. I pray when I play that. And honestly, after reading that, I had to listen to recording. I fell asleep to recordings of Tibetan singing bowls because those are resonating bells too. Yes. You stop and think about it. And everybody has their own bell sound. You know, and what I imagine is being in heaven on, on when your bell is hung or you're hanging your loved one's bell and they're there and they're celebrating and the bells are ringing through the day, through the years and you can hear it. And it's just, it's just, I know it's beautiful. Just like what you just played. That was very yeah. beautiful. And I've got wind chimes outside that are, I've got these amazing grace chimes that are from, that are made by Woodstock chimes and there's an all also uh, the Amazon Echo if you have that there is a skill called ambient Woodstock chimes and they resonate and that's so beautiful I bet I absolutely love it 
And here's the thing. The story is very simple. I mean, yes, I would love everyone to read the book. I think it makes a difference. But if you really just even if you if you have a, a young person that's struggling and they're not quite sure what to do with the permanency of death and where did they go and what does that just be curious, ask questions. You know, if we let's let's imagine there's a bell in heaven and we want to make that bell ring. What would you what would you think about them? What kind of love would you send them right now and it just it gives them a place and space to safely be whether they're grieving or whether they're missing them or or they're they're joyous about the memories and gratitude anything i mean we all grieve differently but it's just a space to engage and I think so many of us think of death as such a conflict that we avoid it at all costs. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. If we bring it up, it might make them sad. And children, especially children are very, very aware and sensitive to people's hurt. And they don't want to bring things up that might hurt mom and dad or grandma or. Right. Grandpa. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. Honestly, I'm just in awe right now. Thank so you. what would you want future readers to take away from this book? <sighs> um, first of all, not to be afraid to read it. I think so many people, even my brother was like, I don't want to read the book. I don't want to be sad. And then the people that did have the courage to read the book, you know, it, it, in the very beginning of the book, we have two best friends. And yes, one of them dies, one of them goes to heaven, and we get to hear all about heaven. And in a very, like I said, a very whimsical outer space way. Mm -hmm. And we and we watch him in heaven, and he is meeting people he's never met. He's exploring heaven. There's great halls, and there's memory rooms, and there's the bell hangers, and there's all this interesting um, descriptions and visualization. Then on earth, Ashley is living a long, healthy life. And she's continuing to, to think about Cody and tell the story of Heaven's Bell. And in the end, they meet back up together again. Yep. And if the reader can take that journey, I think they're gonna be left with maybe a little more peace than they had, than they did before, maybe with some past deaths or a recent death um, or, like we talked about an impending death. Right. Um, so I want the readers to have the courage to <laughs> read the book. It's, I had somebody say, let me get this straight. You, you wrote a children's book about death and dying and somehow you think that's gonna go over well. And I said, yeah. <laughs> I think I, 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 I believe it does because it's not this sad negative thing, it's a joyous yeah. thing. And that's how it's being described. Yep. It's one of it's, it, it's joy. It brings people joy and, you know, it may be, and it may even start conversations. Yes. And that is the point. Right. That is the point. Yes. So do you have any tips for, I mean, I know you're a first time author, but do you have any tips that you want to leave for other authors? Or, yes. Um, I would say the biggest tip that I have is go for it go for it. And if your story resonates with just one person, it was worth getting it out of your soul and your, your generosity of being able to share that story with others. And, and don't 
create barriers, create pathways and solutions to get your story out there. Your work is your work. Own it, be proud of it, and put it out there for the world to enjoy and see. Thank you so much. Now, where can people find you online? You can find me at sherry at heavensbell.com. You can go to heavensbell.com and it tells more about the book and some reviews. And then you can purchase it at amazon.com. Um, there is an audible, there's an iBook and a print book. So during COVID, there were so many actresses that were unemployed because Broadway was shut down. And I knew that we had all different kinds of readers and people that needed to consume the book. So I went ahead and, and um, hired a beautiful actress to um, record the story. And I actually recorded a couple pieces as well. So, but again, you can find all those options at amazon.com. Uh, just look up Heaven's Bell. And then the other thing I'll tell you, Anne, is I decided to also put out a journal. And that journal is going to be coming out probably in the next month. And what it is, is all those prompts, all those questions about how we can ring our loved one's bell. So what would you, what question would you ask your loved one? What are you going to ask them when you see them in heaven? What do you think they're doing right now? There's tons of prompts that I'm hoping is a conversation starter as well for families. Oh, that is awesome. So, and if you don't feel comfortable doing this, just let me know. Do you have a Bible verse you want to share? I do not. I'm trying very hard to keep this as, as where, where we can lean into that spirituality. I want people to do that as a basis, but I also don't want to scare people away that maybe haven't had the, the benefit of that faith. But if you've got one you'd like to share based on the fact that you've read the book and you were touched by the book, I am all in. Oh, I can't. I, 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 the only thing that comes to mind is John 316 for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I don't know that that, that, I don't know that that is connected to it, but it is that, that verse of love. Well, good. God's love. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Thank you. And I'm, I'm going to pray us out. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, thanking you for this wonderful conversation that you have, you've, you've, brought into our lives thank you for sherry and what she does to help children understand the process of, of and help them to process their emotions and feelings as they after losing a loved one lord and i pray that you will reach out to, that you will touch the listeners and viewers in a special way and if it be thy will lord give them the courage to read the book and to know that you are love and you've taught you you teach us how to love so much to love one another and that your love rings those heavens and that their love for their lost loved ones their memories their fond memories rings the heavens bells and i pray all these things in the name of jesus amen so we challenge you to go today to go out there and read to get inspired write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life you've touched thousands Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys. And remember, your story matters. Have a blessed day, everyone.
Are you looking for a professional, knowledgeable, friendly, and detailed-oriented editor who provides high-quality editing services at reasonable prices? Why not give Plot Stitch Editorial Services a try? As your plug-friendly Plot Stitch editor, I will help you turn your messy manuscript into a story that engages readers from start to finish. Services include refining story structure, character development, filling in plot holes, show versus tell, passive versus active voice, dialogue enhancements, copy editing, and proofreading. Send queries to theplotstitch at gmail.com. That's theplotstitch at gmail.com. Plotstitch Editorial Services, bringing stories that matter to life. Hey guys, this is Anne from the Inspirational Journeys podcast, and my special guest Joe Templin has an offer for for my listeners and viewers. Take it away, Joe. And thank you, and again, thank you for bringing me on. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm glad that I could reach out and help your people grow, and to continue to help them to grow, we have an offer. If they go to the website everyday-excellence.com and use the code inspirational journeys at checkout from the shop, they can get a 10% discount on anything there to be able to help them with their personal journey to grow and inspire others. You heard it here, folks. You get a 10% discount on everything in the store at everyday-excellence.com using promo code inspirational journeys. Happy rating, writing, and celebrate the day. everybody this is Anne from the inspirational journeys podcast and I'm here today with Teresa from struggling blessed but not alone podcast how are you today Anne I'm doing good how about you Teresa I'm good so what's up I've got some news for you really what's that did you know that our listeners can support our podcasts no can you please share more about that Okay, so while you're listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, hit the support this podcast button. With your contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month, you're helping us achieve our goals. Wait a minute, Anne. Are you telling me all that our listeners have to do is hit that support button and they could give a donation? That's right. Wow. Hey guys, thanks for wanting to do that for us. Have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. You've been listening to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter, with your host, Anne Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnneWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at AnneWritesInspiration and on Twitter at AnneWrites75 for more inspirational content. 
Thanks for listening. And remember, your story matters.